0: Hello everyone, welcome to the It's about time we talk about this podcast. My name is Victoria, but you can call me Vicky, and in this podcast we're basically going to discuss whatever is on my mind on the day that I'm recording uh, in a very problematic but unproblematic way because I will not be talking about problematic subjects, just my own opinions on things that we should not take that seriously. Uh, why did I start this podcast? You may ask. Basically, I had to do a graduation speech. And it was so good that this lady approached me and she told me that I had a voice for radio. And, well, I am not doing radio, but this is a podcast and I'm bored. Hence, you guys can come with me in order to, I don't know, get better or something. I don't know. I'm just bored. So if you want to just listen while you're bored, go for it. Be my guest. I hate the sounds that the street makes. Oh, my God. You know what? I also hate when the kitchen, like when you're sleeping and then the kitchen starts, like, making its noises but then you go and there's no one there and it's just like the ice machine or just the the movement of the i don't know (laughs) okay this is a great way to start uh okay so our first episode we're gonna be talking about things we should normalize and these are all my opinions so don't take it as seriously but yes uh this is just things we should normalize in our society i can probably do a part two for this I just thought of, I just have some things written down. Cause it's, it's like, I don't know, I just feel like it's things we should definitely like. I don't know, cause I feel like we get shamed for some of these things. And I think they're kinda normal, or they should be normal. And I think they're good ideas. So, my first opinion or thing that we should normalize is going to a museum on a second date. Okay, hear me out here museums in general i am very much a museum person i love going to museums if i go somewhere if i go to a different country especially in europe if you go to europe and you don't go to the like the museums you're missing out i personally like for example mm, i don't know in spain you have to go to museums like art museums i didn't go to i don't think i went to history museums i think also i think um art museums are much better than history museums But I will go to both. And I think they are both acceptable for the second date that I'm talking about. But anyways, museums. I know you can say that like, okay, they're just boring places. But they are not if you pay attention. Like, okay, I am very bad at history. Very bad. But that's mainly because I don't have, I didn't like, like in my school, they didn't have that much emphasis on history. They had a lot of more emphasis on like science and all that shit but um i think for example world wars i don't know why i didn't have that much like studying going on but i did have a little bit but not as much but then if you go to museums you actually kind of like learn so much and it's interesting and it's things that you don't forget because you're actually seeing like the proof of those things um i mean of course war is not war is not a positive um thing but i think like it's clear that we need to like learn about our mistakes in order to not repeat them. That's clear. <laughs> so yeah, I think in general, I think for a day, I would definitely prefer to go to an art museum just because of like, like I said, the it's a bit more it's a bit less of a sensitive topic, because usually history museums are based on, I don't know, more of like topics that maybe are better to like on your own, or with someone that you trust more. Um, oh my god, science museums, like, natural sciences. I feel like those ones are so random. Those are definitely my least favorite ones, of muse- types of museums, because, I don't know, like, looking, like, you know how they always have, like, the animal exhibit, and then they're like, oh they I don't know if they're fake, I don't know what the animals there are, but I think that creeps me out, like, don't take me on a date there, at least not if we're getting to know each other, like, that's like a... Oh, I don't know, that's like a date for like, uh, after like three months together probably. Because like, I think that's a funny experience sometimes. Because like, natural science is, it's like, okay, fossils. And I think that's kind of cool, sure. But I wouldn't, okay, because I haven't given, given you my logic. But this logic that I have for museums on second dates is mainly for art museums. But now that I'm focusing on natural science museums, I think they're so cool and just kind of more entertaining and a little less like problematic and the fact that it's science and you can't really change that because it's already been said. Um, so I think this definitely, that's definitely a date, like a worthy of a date occasion or setting, but um, I wouldn't go there for a second date. Um, uh Okay. So I will give you my logic. Okay, uh, this is going so wrong already. Okay, but I will give you my logic for why I think art museums. Well, I did say museums in general. So if you do want to like go to a history or go to a science museum, go for it. Oh my God, motorcycle. Sorry. Science is the city. Um. <laughs> okay, so art museums. I love art museums in general. I think they are very much like... They're, like, like, when you enter an art museum, you could just tell. Like, okay, this that's such a weird way to put it. But, like, just, like, you know how, like, the rooms are so organized and, like, the numberly manner. But then if you go on a, one door and then you want to go back, it's very difficult. So it's kind of like a maze. But it's like an art maze. So it's, like, a lot funner. <laughs> so, yeah, kind of like that. I think um, art museums are important in the way that like you get to see a piece of art that maybe you could have seen online. That, that that's fine. But that's not the same thing as standing in front of the work of art. Like for example when I went to New York I had the chance helicopter now. Okay. It's like, okay, so when I went to New York, I went to the MoMA I think and they had like the staring night by Starry, 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 like the, this, the famous painting by Vincent Van Gogh, and I, I like went to it, and of course, of course, you don't touch the painting, I didn't touch it at all, but I wanted a picture with it, so basically, there was this lady that worked there, she blessed her heart, I, I am grateful that she, they have someone like that, because I know some people like to touch it. So then I was trying to take a picture and then she was like arranging me in the way that like the picture would turn out best, but I wasn't touching the picture and I didn't touch it at all just because she was helping me. And yeah, I think in general, just like seeing it and then being able to be like, yeah, I saw this in person. It's much smaller than I thought it was. It's much bigger. Like um, Salvador Dali's uh, painting of the clocks. I forgot. Is it the persistence of time? I don't know. Um, well, basically that one. I think that gives like the vibe that it's such a big painting. But then you see it; it's very small. It's like a, it's super small. You have to like get close to it without touching it. Okay, let's agree. You don't touch the paintings, <laughs> anyways. Uh, yeah, I think um, seeing it in person is. It gives you more like insight into. I swear, if there's more cars, it gives you more insight into what goes into. Oh my god! Did you guys hear that? Okay, that was just a, a screen time alert. <laughs> it gives more insight into what went into the painting the the work, or yeah, in general. Uh, so yes. So why should we normalize going to museums on date? Going to a, okay, first of all, art museums they give such room for like cute outfits like, skirt, black fit, put a beret on, go crazy. Just, like, don't wear, like, okay, you wear whatever you want. Let me just say it. But if you're going on a date, I think it's such a good place where you can just, like, go crazy and go, like, so artsy. And if you want to have fun with, like, the way you dress, go for it. Because, like, you won't be judged in there. Because have you literally seen anything on the walls? Yeah, exactly. Uh, So... Yeah, that gives you the vibes to, like, dress really cute. Um, And then you can also see if, like, the person you're, like, hanging out with also has the same vibes. Like, dressing up, if they, like, understand what a museum is. You can also, I don't know, if you're a student, I'm sure you can get, like, the discount or, like, a free entrance. So, that's also a good way to, like, stay in budget and also stay educated. (laughs) So, okay, yeah. So, of course, outfits, then Okay. Personally, I think you, uh, it's very important for me to have like a partner. Okay, I, maybe dates are not all look for partners. I will, I'll, I will save like if I think if I'm interested in someone and I want like to start something with them, like something serious, I will take them on the museum. If it's just like someone I'm just hanging out with, just because I wouldn't take them to a museum because I think it's like you're wasting. You're not wasting because museums are not a waste, but I think you're you're. Now, taking advantage of the, um, of like the artworks that you could be like exposed to. Oh, sorry, I love art. Um, <laughs> so, um, in my opinion, I think going to an art museum also means like deducing what was going on in the painter's like mind whilst they were painting, or what was going on around in their context. And most of the time, they have like the little um, tags on the walls that kind of explain it. Or sometimes there's tour guides. I, w- I don't want to take a tour guide on a date. Like, I if I'm on a date, I will not, like, hire a tour guide. But go crazy if that's that's your, that's your what you want to do. <laughs> but, yeah, you can kind of deduce it. And then you can, like, Google outside of museum, like, what it meant, if you were right or whatever. And I think uh, being able to discuss art in that way kind of gives such an insight into what the person really is like and what they think and also just the fact that like if they like art for me it's very important that someone likes art because I really enjoy like watching it and talking about it. I can't art I can't art I can't paint at all. I can't draw. I can't do anything but I can talk about art for hours because I love it. Like Garden of Earthly Delights, go for it. The scream, go for it. I will talk about it for hours. Gernica. oh my god my mom and i when we saw it we were like crazy like for like 40 minutes we were just talking about what we thought it meant and then we like saw the pamphlet and we we're like oh we're kind of wrong we're kind of right so i think that's kind of so interesting and being able to go with someone on the second day it kind of like gives you insight into what type of person they are and what their personality says because if they don't like art museums i i personally don't know that if our relationship could really work because it's well i mean if you don't like art museums that's fine but if you wouldn't come with me on an art museum date, then i i mean i don't know if we have much in common because i think talking about it is so important for me and for my identity as well um so yeah um also you can see their etiquette if they touch the paintings you run okay um if they like have a rhythm that you can follow if they're not those people that just like watch it for like two seconds and then they walk away yeah, I mean, there are some paintings that maybe you can skip. But if this, like if they're skipping on, like, Garnica, you know that, like, I don't know. Also, this is considering that you're in the place that the museum is. Like, Garnica, that's in Spain. So if you're in Spain listening to this, go take them to Museo del Prado and <laughs> take them to see Guernica. And if they stay there for two seconds, then maybe they're not the ones. Uh, okay so i think that's something that we should normalize um also it's so good to be educated come on and it's a museum it's like it's cute well it's not cute but like the vibes in there like the temperatures i was either like warm or kind of like chilly but it's like always comfortable temperatures you know what i hate i do hate this but i understand it it's like The dust where you have to like leave the bags in. I understand why you have to do this. But it's just so annoying. Because you're like almost going in there. And then they're like okay put this here. And I'm like oh okay. Also I hate. Oh my god this is something else. If they take a picture of the painting. And they use flash. Run. Like literally run. Because that means they can't follow a basic rule. So I don't know. They could be They could like be breaking the law. (laughs) Whatever. Anyways second thing I think we should normalize is small ice cream cups holding two flavors. Okay, so let me explain. So you know how, like, ice cream flavors usually have, like, the small, the medium, and the big, and the large one? <laughs> um, so they have that. And then usually, I mean, I have seen this somewhere. Okay, recently when I was going to get ice cream, I usually, I usually always get small because, like, it's, it's usually when I want ice cream, it's, like, after I've eaten already. And I don't really want to, like, keep eating that much. So I think small is the perfect size. Don't don't take this out of proportions. But I do think um, the small is the most satisfying. And then the medium is a little too big. Don't take this out of proportions. I'm saying. Okay. Um, So, recently when I was getting ice cream, I wanted a small. Because, like I said, I just wanted a small. And then I saw that you could only get one flavor. And then I was like, hmm. But... Okay, when I want want ice cream, I want variety. I want strawberry sorbet, which we will talk about later. Strawberry sorbet and vanilla. Okay, I don't usually get vanilla. Okay, I don't usually get vanilla. But I want a nice passion fruit sorbet with chocolate. Great combination. Dark chocolate. But if I just can't get a small and it's one flavor, then what am I going to get? passion fruit but then maybe it's just going to be too hydrating and then I'm going to need something else I'm going to need some chocolate to cut it or if I just get chocolate then that's too strong maybe I need some passion fruit to cut it and to like cut down the, the richness of it see we need at least two flavors so I think we should normalize every ice cream like parlor or company to serve or offer two flavors in the small cup because that time that I don't want ice cream and I wanted a small but I wanted two flavors, I had to get a medium, I still ate it, but I think we should normalize getting, and the the small cup could have fit like two flavors, okay, it could have, if he wanted to, he would, okay, so yeah, that was my slight opinion, and ice cream is my favorite dessert, so you cannot mess around with it, okay, (laughs) my third thing that I think we should normalize is hating the beach, Okay, I think this is controversial because I haven't met many people that hate the beach. I hate the beach. And I will explain and I will give you the exact same dif- the, the explanation that I give people when I, when I say I hate the beach. I hate the sun. I hate sand. And I hate the salt. I love water. I love swimming. I, if I go to the beach, I want to levitate and then go to the ocean and just swim there. Because I like swimming in the ocean if there are no sharks. But the salt. Okay, wh- why is there salt? Okay, I understand salt water erosion on the rocks that makes the water, like, salty. Sure. Minerals. Whatever. But then that ruins your hair. That gives your skin all gross. And then if you go out in the sun, which I also hate, but I'm, I'm going to get into that later. And then it kind of, like, crystallizes the salt. And it's so bad. I hate it. I hate it. Um, okay, so sand. Sand gets everywhere imagine oh my god i hate waves imagine you're like there and then a big wave comes and then you like roll 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 and then sand just gets everywhere this has happened to me multiple times sand getting everywhere in your ears and places that you don't want to find sand in and it's disgusting and then it's like gets scrappy and then you 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 kind of feel like schnitzel or like chicken nuggets okay i don't want to feel like breaded chicken And then the sun. I hate the sun. I'm also slightly allergic to the sun. I get little red dots in the sun. Um, And also, I don't tan. I just get red. Um, But, yeah, I think the sun, it's really what, like, ties it up and makes it such a place that I hate. Because I understand you go into the beach because it's hot. But then it's just more exposure for you to be hot in. You know? And then you need an umbrella. But then the umbrella gets, like... um, windy and then it like moves around and it's it's don't take me to the the beach on a date if you're trying to get to know me don't don't (laughs) fourth thing i think we should normalize is swimming in pools and then when you're in a pool and then you know how like this like the chairs there that people like lay down usually the pool is like empty or it's just people that are like go in and go out in just like one second because they want us like I don't know cool off I think pools are good for swimming I think I when I'm in a pool I will be doing 60 laps around there I don't care I will be doing that and I have done it I have done 60 laps before I don't know if that's a lot I don't know the the currency of swimming pools but yes I will be I will be swimming I am in the pool to swim I am not there to tan second of all I don't tan I burn so basically we romanticize going to the pool just to, like get tan and all that. But I think in like in general, I think we should normalize like, going to the pool and then okay, you're sitting down, but also get red, okay? You can't be that perfect. Like literally. Like some people tan, okay, great. But some people can't. <laughs> and I think oh and then the oh my god, and then we were like, Oh my god, you got red and you're like, Yeah, no, no, no shit. <laughs> So that one was easy. The last one I think should normalize is strawberry sorbet. I, have, I had foreshadowed this one. I believe strawberry sorbet is the best ice cream flavor. I know that's not technically ice cream, but usually in um, ice cream parlors, you get strawberry sorbet. You get strawberry sorbet. It's there. You see it. You see it. Along with like lemon. Lemon sorbet is also very good. I love fruity ice creams. But my thing about strawberry sorbet, and I think we should normalize, is having strawberry sorbet over the creamy strawberry one. Like the actual ice cream made of, like the actual strawberry ice cream. I think that's actually disgusting. And that's a disgrace to strawberry and to strawberry sorbet in general. Because if I ask for someone to get me strawberry ice cream and then they get me that, I will walk away. Same thing as if they take flash pictures in museums. You see, it's kind of like, strawberry sorbet is fresh it's sweet but like also kind of sour because it's strawberries Then it's kind of so fresh perfect for like for like a dessert when you don't want something too heavy but then you also want like you you want something fresh that's strawberry sorbet and this has been it for this episode i hope you guys enjoyed it i know this was mostly me talking about museums but if you guys want a part two i will do it and yeah, I mean, this has been very entertaining and I hope I post it someday. So yeah, I hope you enjoy. Tune in later. Bye bye.